0: With KSOWM and KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. Temperature at this hour stands at 28 degrees, 50 the high today, 52 on Tuesday, 57 on Wednesday. There is a chance for some rain Wednesday night with a low of 46 degrees, 61 on Thursday, 36 Thursday night. Slight chance for rain on Thursday and Thursday night. 47 Friday, 45 on Saturday. Saturday night, 26, chance for some snow, and Sunday, high of 40 degrees. Grizzled Fire and Rescue, Lewis Fire and Rescue, and Cass EMS were called to a two-vehicle head-on collision. The call went out at 5.53 a.m. at 582nd and Whitepole Road, northeast of Lewis. Both lanes were blocked at the AT&T curve on Highway 6. Traffic is being diverted through Lewis. Life Lights, uh, transported one of the accident victims uh, to a hospital. No other details are available at this time. One person died and another person was injured in a single vehicle crash in Madison County. According to law enforcement, the accident happened around 4 a.m. on Sunday in the 1000 block of Pitzer Road between Dexter and Earlham. A passenger in the car identified as 42-year-old Jonathan Taylor died in the crash. The 30-year-old driver was transported to a Des Moines hospital for treatment of injuries. That action remains under investigation. Charges are pending. According to the Iowa Department of Transportation, 14 people have already died on the state's roads this year. Over the weekend, two central Iowa schools, Ankeny Centennial and Perry High School, received non-credible threats. One of the threats interrupted a school event evacuating around 2,000 people from the state speech tournament at Ankeny Centennial High School. The police were notified of a social media post suggesting the presence of a bomb within the school, but after investigation, the threat was deemed non-credible. Perry High School also received reports of threats, which police have investigated and found to be non-credible. The school district has posted police officers in all Perry schools as a precautionary measure and to ensure the safety of students and staff. Darren Scott Leerkamp, convicted of intimidation with a dangerous weapon in Greene County, failed to report back to the Fort Dodge Residential Center as required yesterday. Leerkamp is a 31-year-old Native American male, height 6 foot and weighs 273 pounds. He was admitted to work release facility on November 17, 2023. Persons with information on Leerkamp's whereabouts should contact local police. State climatologist Justin Glisson says last week wrapped up Iowa's 187th consecutive week of drought conditions. You look at winter time as of uh, the last month of meteorological winter, February, statewide we're about 175% of normal. So we've definitely had a, a wet stretch through winter, and this has definitely helped. At least chip away at some of those longer-term precipitation deficits. listen says the weather outlook through the first half of February is forecast to be warmer and wetter than average. And Glisten says that is the good news. So moving forward, the expectation with this strong El Nino still hanging on, warmer temperatures across the upper Midwest, and the near-normal to the potential for slightly elevated wetness as we get into the uh, March-April-May time frame. adds that Puxitani Phil did not see his shadow on Groundhog's Day. Glisten admits he is only right 40% of the time, and hopefully he is right this time. Well, warmer temperatures have created unsafe ice fishing conditions. John Lorenzen, the fisheries biologist with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, said typically ice goes out around the shore first, but there still may be safe ice beyond that. However, he recommends not going in any water to get on ice. Lorenzen talks about what to look for. Look for signs of black coloration to the ice. I mean, when ice goes out, it typically turns black. It starts to appear porous it's no longer holding water on top of the ice you know the snow melt and everything usually accumulates on top of the ice as as water Um, and then if the once the ice becomes porous it starts to leach through the ice Um, so those are some signs to look for lorenzen said different lakes and ponds go out at different rates since they have different water shed sizes so be careful he said if you are on one water body that has safe ice, that doesn't mean the next lake you go in is going to be safe Iowa House District 23 Representative Ray Sorensen has proposed a scholarship program called House Study Bill 556, known as the National Guard Service Continuing Education Scholarship. We have a National Guard scholarship bill, and it uh, would create a new scholarship program. And uh, I believe it's it's more... That can be used at more continuing education programs beyond just the four- year university option because there's already one that that exists for that. But uh, they would be able to use the the scholarship at non-traditional continuing education plans um, you know that are becoming more and more popular, especially at community colleges. And that that to me uh, reflects a lot more of our rural Iowa National Guard members. and so I think that's that's one of the another important bill that's out there. Recently, a subcommittee on the governor's AEA proposal met and decided not to advance the bill to the full committee, stating that more discussion was necessary. Sorensen has taken feedback from Iowans, and he believes that there is no support in the House to move this bill forward in its current form, even though the bill is still alive in the Senate. Sorensen says it's on life support and his team will continue to work with stakeholders and gather feedback from Iowans to ensure that any bill passed in the House will help improve special education programs in the state. The Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act restores tax provisions left out of the 2017 tax reform efforts. American Farm Bureau Federation Government Affairs Director Dustin Shears says the legislation includes provisions that benefit farmers and ranchers. The biggest of which is 100% expensing or bonus depreciation, which allows you to immediately write off investments into your business when you purchase equipment or build infrastructure. It's probably one of the most pro-growth policies that we can put in the tax code, and farmers lost the ability to buy new equipment under 1031-like-kind exchanges in the 2017 tax reform. Shear says the board lawmakers make the fix now ahead of the 2025 tax cliff. Shearer encourages farmers and ranchers to reach out to their senators and urge them to pass this legislation. More news on the web at westerniwatoday.com. ABC News is next.